You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. You know, you can turn that camera on all you want, Mob. You want to punch someone in the face. How's that sound? Uh... So what do you think of them uh, having secret baseball games? What would you do? Like, like, do you think it's cool that they're doing that? Like, in terms of if I were, you know, the thing with me is, like, if I'm the Yankees and Giancarlo stands off playing in these, like, what, COVID games? I don't know what you call them, but that's exactly what it is. They, like, ran off and had their own baseball game. Like, they had their own, like, all-star game, right? or scrimmage, whatever you want to call it. My problem with that is, is that this clown, he can't stay healthy five minutes during a season, can he? Can that guy stay healthy for five minutes? He's no different than your boy Cespedes. I've talked about this ad nauseum, that that Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton are worth $500 million, right? And they never play. They they're, They're just literally never able to play. They're injured the entire season every year, right? But he's okay to go off and gallivant and play some stupid, meaningless sandlot scrimmage game in Florida with a bunch of prima donnas. Like, how does that make sense to you, Mafia? I think the way that they're framing, I mean, the whole sandlot thing, it makes it sound like they're playing all the time. Like, I think it was mostly the training and working out and trying to stay in shape when the season opens. So in that regard... You know, I look at it and say, okay, well, you know, it makes me feel better about the player's position. I feel like they actually wanted to play like they cared more than the owners did. But then when you see a guy like Stan, like you said, a guy who keeps getting injured, you know, just I'm just waiting for them to walk into camp now in a couple of weeks, whenever it is, and all of a sudden he gets his, his medical and he's hurt again and now for the whole 60 games. So Manfred walks back on his 60-game uh, season comments that he made on the Dan Patrick show. Uh we weren't going to play more than 60 games. He had, uh, you know, appeared to be in violation of the March agreement, which said the league must use the best efforts to play as many games as possible. We'll come back and talk about why uh, he had to backtrack on all the words that he said on a bench. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. 
I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. So, uh, Pharrell on the bench. I'm watching this Pedraza Lapierre fight on top rank. And I mean, uh, Pedraza has knocked down Lapierre like at least three or four times, right? In this fight, I've seen him go down at least three times. And he just knocked him down in the 10th round as well. There's a minute left in the fight. Pedraza is going to win the fight. But Lapierre did knock him down in the ninth, unless, Mafia, that was a trip. Like, unless he stepped on his foot and he fell backwards. Because all I know is I looked up one second, I saw him on his ass. And I'm thinking, how did that guy get knocked out? Because he has knocked this other guy into oblivion the whole fight. This guy, Lapierre, has been getting his ass beat. You saw it. Yeah, there was a couple of times that he went down. I mean, there might have been one or two where you you thought like it was that a slip or did he actually go down? So that's going to be interesting to see how they, you know, score that because that makes 10 rounds in boxing automatically. So that's a big advantage if you get a couple of those. And then this round, I mean, they started off with, you know, Lapierre was chasing Pedraza around trying to take his head off because he knew he was down. Then all of a sudden, Pedraza catches him with that with right hand, I think, and puts him on the ground and then was chasing him for 40 seconds trying to finish him off. And then it switched back for the last 30. It's back and forth crazy 10th round. Yeah, but now it's over. Uh, there's, you know, oh. it's, uh, the bell's about to ring. And I'm, and uh, from what I've seen, Pedraza kicked his ass. Anyway, going back to the Manfred story, uh, our buddy Bob Nightingale wrote that Manfred walked back his comment on Thursday. He said, quote, my point was that no matter what happened with the union, the way things unfolded, with the second spike of the COVID, we would have ended up with only 60 games in, in terms of time. Anyways, as time went on, it became clear and clear that the course of the virus was going to dictate how many games we could play. As it turned out, the reality was there was only time to play 60 games. If we started an 82-game season July 1st, we would have had people in Arizona and Florida at the uh, time the second spike hit. And then uh, it says, you know, his comments, you look at him through the uh, that he represents the owners. The owners wanted a shorter season with the playoffs beginning on time. They also wanted expanded playoffs because without fans, they're going to be making most of their money in playoff television revenue. Some of the uh, people thought the owners offers to the union represented stall tactics. We all know that. Uh, Manfred wants the benefit of the doubt with the way fans and media interpreted his comment. but. Uh, blah, 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 uh, that they're saying he miscommunicated with regards to the negotiations. He told the media last month he had a deal with the union when, in fact, he had no deal. Uh, 
he went off script, went on the air, and he went on with Dan Patrick, and he said, look, we were never playing more than 60 games. So now they're calling him, uh, you know, Mr. Bad Faith Negotiator. I have told you over and over on uh, Coast to Coast and on Pharrell and Events that this guy is a tool. People do not, in baseball, the players don't respect him at all. They think he's a tool. And they think he's a liar. And they think he's a complete uh, con artist and on his knees for the owners. They That's exactly what they think, right? So... I don't even care about Tony Clark at all. I really could care less. I mean, honestly, it just doesn't even phase me that he's as awful as he is at his job. I, I have to say it. I, I I repeat, he was a terrible player, and he's worse at this. He was never good. I mean, people know that, right? Like, congratulations, he made the majors. I'll give you that. You got the money. Uh, you you were able to make it to the show. I, I respect anybody that gets it done and makes it. Fair enough. You don't see me playing Major League Baseball. I'm not a winner like that. So I, he's way better than me. I'll give you that. But overall, <laughs> no one could argue that he was average. What did he ever do worth a damn in Major League Baseball besides nothing? And then as the uh, head of the union, the way he's handled this with Manfred, he's a joke. So. I don't trust a single word that comes out of Manfred's mouth. How about this guy saying the things he says, then a day later he backtracks and eats it and tries to come up with some new, oh, well, if we would have, we would have never with the, you know, COVID, the second wave of the COVID and with our negotiations, we would have never got in 82 games. We had Florida and Arizona with these massive spikes. We would have had to shut it down. We were going to play the games in Arizona and Florida. So he comes up with all these excuses and lies. Doesn't it bother you? Like at some point you're just like, listen, dude, you're a tool. Shut your mouth. Like, I don't want anything to do with this guy. I don't want anything to do with him. I just want baseball games on starting July 30th and that they play every day, seven days a week, that they get the season in, that we have playoffs and that we can bet on every game every day for the 60 and then the playoffs. Right. So what is it going to be? I don't even know. I'm guessing. Uh, how many games is it going to be? 90? How many games are there going to be in the playoffs, right? You know what I mean? Mafia, it's going to be like, you know, there's going to be, uh, you know, uh, first round or whatever. And then, uh, then they're going to play seven game series, right? And they're going to, you know, have a, you know, ALCS, NLCS and a World Series, right? That's, I mean, at some level, that's what they're going to do, right? So you're thinking, what, 90 games maximum or something like that? Do you think, think it might be, that uh, was it 80? Because it's a seven, seven, isn't five the first round and one for that yeah. wild card? Well, I, don't, that's... I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're doing that exactly that way, but if that's the case, it's going to be what, like 90 games overall, like total, yeah, like, like, like 80 games, 80 or 90, whatever it is, it's going to be 60 and then the playoffs, right? So there's got to be, you, you got to win at least, uh, what, what do you got to win? Three of five. And then you got to win seven and seven, right? So whatever. Uh, I'm just saying, I just want games to bet on. I really don't care if they play 70, 80, 90, 100, 60, 50, 40. I really don't care anymore. All I care about is they're both losers. 
I, I can't stand either one of them. I don't want to talk about Rob Manfred and Tony Clark anymore in my life. Sick and tired of it. I just want to watch baseball and I want to bet on baseball. I want to, as you know, Mavi, I have Pharrellandevents.com and I have all the games going, all the NHL, all the NBA, all the playoffs, every day, every bet, and then baseball, every game, every bet, every day. That's what I like. I like the action of betting on baseball every day. I could care less about watching it. I do watch it. I don't, you know, deny that. I watch millions of games, but I don't care about any of it. I just care about hitting bets. I absolutely with these Matthew comments, Scott. I mean, yeah. like when they first came out, everyone's like, oh, well, it shows that they were in bad faith because he said, oh, we were never going to do more than six. And that makes it look like you're just, like they said, stalling, just trying to get to what you want. And, okay, he misspoke. He was an idiot. That's not what he meant when he explains it all was about the COVID, that the COVID would have limited us to 60. Okay. But still, you didn't know that. When you started these negotiations a month ago, two months ago, Florida, Arizona, these other, you know, Texas, they weren't jumping with these numbers like they are now. So you had no idea back then that COVID was going to limit you to what you're talking about now. So it's still ridiculous for you to say such stupid things. It's just him trying to explain away why they had such crappy negotiations and did such idiotic things for the season. That's right. And so uh, now... Uh, can we just get on with the games and then can we just get him and this Clark guy out of our lives? Couldn't they just, you know, is there anything worse in my opinion than some guy that, um, you know, I think they all have in some level have to be visible. Right. And in the middle of it, you know, like, uh, during the, right. During the Stanley cup playoffs, you, you see a lot of Gary Bettman and then in the, finals he rolls out the stanley cup and then he's always the one announcing obviously who wins it uh you know and they he gives the stanley cup to the captain and all the rest right but i i have had my pharrell and phil of rob manfred and tony clark could they just step back behind the curtain like the wizard of oz and get back to not mattering we don't want to see you I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to do your stupid interviews anymore on my show. Shut up. Go sit in an office or something. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys. And I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you. Because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
you know, Mafia, like, I have no problem if if you if it's you and me, if it's Carver I and I, if it's Joe Ranieri and I, Smitty and I, I don't have, I don't have a problem with any of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, what don't I do is my question to you. Like, just, you know, you know what I mean? Like, what I said to you before, like, just, I'll do it with whoever. I Like, I'm not a, a D about these things. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's funny. We were sitting here. I was just doing just absolutely frying Tony Clark in a pan. Like I was making an omelet and I can't stand him or Manfred. I hate both of them dead. And, uh, who's the guest on ESPN tonight is <laughs> Tony Clark. He's going on with Van Belt. I don't care what that guy says ever, ever. I don't want to hear from you ever. I just, you suck. You suck and your stupid ass union and your horrible job you did. You, I mean, just horrible. And you know what? I'll give you this. The players stood up for the first time ever. So congratulations. At least you did that right. I'll give you that. At least you did that right. At least you got. up, Francis. Yeah. Can you, at least you got that right. You, you, you. Had the players never bend, they never broke. They bend, they didn't break. And, 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 you know, they've always lost these negotiations. They've lost for decades. They've been losing. And they finally stood up for themselves. So congratulations. But the way they did it was so bad. The way they did it was so embarrassing. I don't have any respect for him or, or Manfred. And they never get enough of themselves. Have you noticed this? Look on your TV. He'll be on in 10 minutes. He'll be on there for a big 10-minute interview at least, talking about how excited he is that they're going to be playing baseball. Shut your mouth. You're a phony, and I'm sick and tired of you. Go back into the well you crawled out of and just stay in your office running your stupid-ass union. Some guy talked to me the other day, Mafia, about this union, right, that I'm in, right? And I, you know how I feel about that, right? How do I feel about the union? You hate it. Thanks. Let me just uh, sum it up a little bit. Here's the deal. They do nothing for you. They would do nothing for you if you got fired tomorrow on the radio or television. They do absolutely nothing for you. What they do is, I hope they hear me loud and clear. So just so we're, you know, set in our ways here, I want you to understand that I don't, you, you don't fool me with all your BS. Okay, so, and inject swearing right there on the BS call. You don't fool me with your BS. Inject swearing here. Okay. Um, what they do is they cater to movie stars. That's it. That's all they care about is movie stars. and. If you got fired tomorrow, they would no more help you in a disagreement with a radio or television company than fly a kite. The only thing they're good for is their, uh, frankly, is their uh, health insurance, right? So, <laughs> so here's the deal. I've been in this union forever, right? And I was in it forever. You have no choice, right? Mafia, tell them, do I have a choice to be in this union? No, you do not. Thank you. And I'm not against unions here. This is not my point. I'm just telling you I'm in a bad one. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal. If you, uh, fair enough, insurance is great. Congratulations. You got me. I'm so excited that I pay into this 
uh, union so I can get health insurance for my family, right? But here's the deal. Um, you pay thousands in dues, like just gigantic, gigantic dues to be in this membership of this union. Well, who does, they would do no more help you than fly a kite if something happened. Like if I got in trouble tomorrow on the air and I was on TV or radio in New York or any other city where it's unionized and you are in trouble, you're done. You're fired. You're finished. You're not getting anything. They're not going to help you in a fight. You're, they're not going to help you when you get fired. They're not going to help you get your pay. Your contract will not be honored. If you're owed two, three, four, five hundred thousand, you're not getting a penny. Here's what's going to happen. They're going to do nothing for you. But what they do is here's what they said to me one day. I got a phone call or I got a letter in the mail saying I owed them dues. And I'm like, I'm not in the union anymore. I'm not in the union. Right. I'm not in the union anymore. I left CBS. I'm not in the union. So they said to me, you know what they said to me, mommy, this is the best joke ever. And it's the truth. I tell it like it is. You don't ever you've known me for 15 years, mommy. If I ever lied to you. No, you've not. Okay, well, I haven't. So here's the deal. They said to me in a phone call or a letter or something like this, they said, you've got to pay your dues. And I said, I'm not in the union. They're like, oh, well, if you want to get the movies at, at the, you know Christmas for the SAG after awards, then you have to pay the dues. <laughs> I said, what? I go, you want me to give you $10,000? So that I can watch some movie I'm never going to watch. I get like a, <laughs> do I, I know I'm moving too much right You've now. You've just got mafia. to go ahead and replace it, the captain of your brain ship because he's drunk at the wheel. Did, am I moving too much? Because I felt I was shaking there and then it gets blurry. Does it do the whole blurry thing? Am I ruining the show again tonight? Uh, it's a little blurry, but it's fine. No, it isn't. Tell the truth. I move too much. And you're blurry because when you don't do it on air, you talk in my ear that the public cannot hear you. And you say, stop moving. You're making everything blurry. And then you go on the air and you go, no, you're not doing anything wrong at all. You're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. But in my ear, you're like, stop Pharrell and moving. You're blurring the camera. Stop moving, idiot. That's what he said to me. Why are you always yelling? He, that was him right there. Did you hear him listen again? Why are you always yelling? <laughs> so they told me that I had to pay him $10,000 to get the movies at the end of the year so I can vote for the SAG <laughs> awards. Dude, here's the deal. I told the guy, I go, you know what I want to do? I want to sleep with all the chicks, every single actress in the SAG awards. I want to have relations with them. I want to fly to Hollywood and I want to sleep with all of them. In fact, I want to sleep with two or three of them at the same time, multiple times, like three here this night, three here that night, three here this night, three here that night. I think that's like 12, isn't it? <laughs> I think I want to sleep with 12 movie stars so I can get my money's worth. You know what I mean? $10,000 so I can watch their crappy movies. Do you know, they send me like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or I'm not saying that's a crappy movie. I'm just saying they send me all these movies, right? Like, I, what am I going to do with all this? I, I watch every I watch Hulu, Roku. I watch, uh, you know, 
uh, Netflix. I binge watch. I watch cool shows, Animal Kingdom, everything else. Do I care, Mafia? Like, I'll watch any movie. I'll rent movies for $20. You know, you can order them right out of the Hollywood for 20 bucks now. You can watch the whole movie for $20 a, a, a showing, right? I'll, I'll do that. But do you think I'm going to give $10,000 so I can get my Christmas 10 SAG Award-nominated film sent to me in the mail? Ten grand. That's ridiculous. That, that sounds That's like a- when you, you forgot to return a movie to Blockbuster and they tried to charge you thousands of dollars for a VHS tape. Right. They they said to me, well, if you want to keep receiving the the movies, you have to give us the ten thousand. And I was like, you know what you can do with your movies, honey. <laughs> you know what I said to her? I was on the phone with this lady. I'll never forget. I was like, you know what you can do with them movies, don't you, Claire? Whatever your name is, I go. Listen, Claire. No offense to you, because I'm sure you're a wonderful person. I said, "Where do you live?" She goes, "I'm in Miami." I go, "I lived in Miami. I love Miami. Stick those movies up your Miami, okay? Moons over Miami in your." <laughs> so what? You hurt my feelings, and now I'm going home. All right, Mafia. I don't know where this show went off the rails. I have no idea what happened, but I think it's been fantastic. I just want you to know that like whenever I get going on something, I don't even know what started this conversation. Do you even remember? Tony Clark coming on uh, Sports Center tonight, I believe, is what it was. That's exactly. I blame all union problems in the world on Tony Clark. The baseball union head has ruined everything for all unions everywhere. Steel unions, hotel unions, you know, you name it. Dock working unions. I mean, civil unions civil unions that's right you're getting married aren't you that is the plan yeah the plan is uh november we'll see how things wow, go that, that didn't sound real positive right there with that big pause and then like a stagger that was like a pause well, and we're, a stagger. Getting, we're getting either way in november it's just whether or not we get to have the party with everything going on with the covid you know because we're supposed oh. to open up in, uh chapels and uh wedding venues and stuff this week and then they shut that down in jersey again you don't seriously think in November we're not going to go to that wedding, do you? Well, we're going to have a wedding either way, but just might not be a big party till a year or two down the road. We'll see so how things are. So what you're saying to me in Portuguese is, is that I can expect to be delisted from your wedding. You're, the last person you want to be around when you have your wedding day would be a uh, potential COVID carrying Pharrell. <laughs> right? Well, you're, you're in the wedding party, so you have to be there no matter what. I have to be there, and I will be there. Now the question is, um, will there be a wedding? It's unbelievable. The whole world is changing. I blame the failure of that wedding, perhaps, on Tony Clark of the Baseball Union. All right, so I don't know if you saw Coast to Coast today, but I had uh, Scott Kaplan on the show real quick at like the, I don't even know, toward the end of the, like, was it at five o'clock or at like 5.40 in the evening? When was it? All right, so we came out of the break and I ran this clip of Scott Kaplan. So just a refresher. Scott is a good friend of mine from San Diego. He's been on uh, the mighty 1090 there forever in Afternoon Drive, number one show. Uh, great guy, cool dude, just a just a fantastic guy. 
And um, I, I put him on this show before. And, uh, you know, I like him a lot. I think he's great at what he does. Really a uh, fantastic guy. As I said, I, I'm repeating myself, but it's true. Like, so what happened is one thing led to another and Sports Grid ended up doing a deal to uh, bring the mighty 1090 back to life. It was dead and buried like it was like dead and buried like Jesus. And then on the fourth day, he rose again from the dead and, and left the tomb and everybody was so stunned. Well, this radio station was on for 30, 40 years in Southern California, something like that. Right. And then it, it stopped existing. Uh, let's just say over bad business. Right. So one thing led to another and Scott tried to save the radio station. Uh, and he was doing shows from his home on digital and on YouTube and all of his sponsors, Callaway Golf and everybody else, et cetera, et cetera, really big sponsors and locally in San Diego got behind this show and he was doing it and it was working. It was very successful. First, he was doing it at Callaway Golf in like Calabasas. And then he eventually just did it in his crib in San Diego where he lives. One thing leads to another. And uh, and I had a really small role in this, uh, just so you know, like once I found out that I was like, what do you mean the station went under? Like what happened? I was like, how is that possible? That great station. It was such a great signal. And uh, he told me this story. One thing leads to another. And then I was able to, uh, frankly, uh, tell him that uh, his problem was is that they really didn't have a radio company or a radio station or any way to, you know, engineering wise and technology wise, get them up on the air. They didn't have that capability. And I was like, uh, I think I, I think I I have an answer to that problem. And the answer is Sports Grid. So these badasses at Sports Grid got involved. One thing led to another. I hooked them up. And let's just be honest. That's what happened. I hooked him up. I take no glory in that. I'm just glad that I was able to facilitate that meeting and just say, these two need to be in bed together. Let's get these people together and let's make this happen. And they all got together and Sports Grid uh, came to the rescue and Sports Grid uh, picked up the problem, solved it. And uh, they announced today that they are uh, now uh, it, partners and running uh, this radio station and bringing it back to life as the might, mightier 1090 in uh, San Diego. And I mean to tell you, it's Baja, the Central Coast, up and down uh, Southern California, all the way to L.A. County. Uh, 24 million people hear this radio station. The reach is insane. And um, Scott is the afternoon drive star in the market and uh, people love him. And he's an institution in San Diego. And then I was on the air down there forever. And uh, I lived there forever. So I'm a big fan of it, surfing and everything else. I like San Diego a lot. And so when I had the chance to uh, hopefully bring these people together, these parties and make it work, we were able to do that. And it was very exciting for me as a, uh, a friend and as a broadcaster and as a businessman, I guess, to like, I'm always trying to uh, do the right thing and do deals and work, you know, uh, relationships and business opportunities and my boxing uh, relationships, uh, all my guests, my 
you know, whether it's different sports, celebrities, broadcasters, players, owners, GMs, whatever. And just, you know, to be able to have a position like that where I was able to uh, get in there and, and, you know, get my hands wet and get those uh, groups together. And then Sports Grid is, you know, badass. So they were able to uh, make it work. And Sports Grid took over uh, the problem and hooked up with these people in San Diego and in uh, Arizona. I know that the guy that uh, manages the uh, the lease on the stick, the tower, uh, he is the partner. And uh, they got all these people together, this guy in Arizona, this Kaplan, and, and then the sports group people. And to make a long story uh, sandwich with mustard on it, spicy mustard, they uh, were able to, with Ruffles potatoes chips, have a great lunch. And they were able to end up, uh, frankly, making love. And now they're partners. And now they're going to bring that station back to life. And that station is, frankly, uh, gigantic. And... What an exciting time uh, and exciting opportunity to see that thing come back from the dead. Like he was here. He was in the he was in the tomb. Where the hell did he go? Jesus is out like throwing down. He's having a party. He's like got it all going on. He's like turning things into water. He's bringing fish out of the bag. He's got like bread. He's got it all like Jesus had it all going. Right. That's like your boy uh, Kaplan and the mightier 1090 in sports grid. They brought it back from the dead. Like it's like, a, uh, you know, he was crucified, died and buried. And then they rose again from the dead, the mightier 1090. And, and so Cali, 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 Cal, are you kidding me? That whole thing made me horny that it uh, actually uh, came back. I'm excited for everybody. Now all I have to do, Mafia, is move to San Diego. You know, there's one of the few places you might actually convince your family to go, because I know that's been the problem for you. You've wanted to get out of the Jersey area for a long time, New York, New Jersey. Like, you're just done with the tri-state for years, but your family's never wanted to move. Your wife said she will never leave her her home, you know, state in Jersey. But you've brought them out to San Diego, and she actually does love it out there. So maybe you can swing a little something. I go there every summer, pretty much. Uh, I don't think I'm going this summer with the COVID. I'm not interested in going to an airport right about now. It's not happening. Uh, I know they're going on some vacation, my family, with uh, cars. They're driving somewhere really cool on the eastern seaboard to hang out. Uh, I can't. I'm too busy. But uh, I'm sure 34C will have an affair with someone when she's there. And that's really as long as she's happy. Well, plus, you are no. not a car you know, uh, travel person. You don't even like going out to like the Islander games like an hour and a half away, let alone no. driving down I-95 in traffic in the summer to go somewhere else. I told you, I went to your house in Ronkonkoma once. I yeah, said, she did go. for uh, for my, you know, wedding uh, barbecue, like the, you know, yeah. engagement I party. Just, that was the worst thing that ever happened to me in my life, going uh, all the way out to the end of Long Island and back. I promised myself I'll never do it again. Didn't I go to uh, <laughs> yeah, Carpe's no. christening? I went, I went to the christening. Did I not tell you on the way back from that it'll be the last time I ever go to Long Island as long as I you live? You did say that. It has been so far. You've stuck to it. Yeah, I've stuck to it. I'm not doing it. I I won't go to. I know. I think what's his name? Big Daddy's having his golf tournament again at uh, the. Uh, I forget the name of the Ohika Castle in Long Island. I'm not going to that either. I love him, and I I really do love him. And there's a lot of players there and famous people. You know, PK Subban, etc. It goes on and on and on. Joe Buck, all these other guys are at this thing. 
uh, Schefter, they all go. Uh, Jay Glazer's there. Every player's there. All these famous boxers, uh, Hopkins, they're all there. Uh, everyone's there. And I just won't go to Long Island. It's just like going to Europe for me. Just can't do it. So I don't want to go on some vacation where, so they told me where they were going to some kick-ass place, like three hours from here and, uh, from New York city. And I was like, that sounds awesome. I said to my daughter, I go, how far is it? And she's like, it's about three hours. And I go, yeah, uh, I'm not going. I'm not going anywhere three hours. Okay. I go play basketball. It's 25 minutes away. And I play regularly in the mornings at 7 a.m. I leave at 6.30 in the morning in my car to go like 25 minutes. And the whole way I complain, I'm like, I can't believe I drive this far to play basketball. Meanwhile, one guy drives 50 minutes to be at the game every day. He gets in his car and it's like going in rush hour. He drives 50 minutes to play basketball each way. And I'm like 25 minutes and I am literally miserable. <laughs> I'm like. 25 minutes i'm like god one guy said he wants my daughter she's a basketball star and they want her to play at this school it's like 25 minutes away right they're like hey would she play here and i said no he goes why not it's a great girls program she's a star player she'll be huge here and i said i'm not driving an hour to work my to my kid to drop him off at school and pick him up and then go to every game it takes an hour to drive half hour each way just to go see him play basketball 35 games a year. I go, bro, get me a limo or a Cessna or a helicopter and we can fly in there and uh, we'll do the games. No, I'm not going to some school a half hour away. I don't care. It's too far. Mavia drives hours. Mavia drives to Montreal to see his daughter. He drives 13 hours. I won't even go 13 minutes without complaining. Mavia and I will be on a park. I'll be on a parkway on the way to the airport to catch a plane in the morning. I'll be like, pull over, get coffee. And 10 minutes after we leave, I'm like, pull over. Forget even get on the parkway. How about like the 10 minutes to get to the parkway? We have like the stop sign where there's like no stop coming one way and there's a stop sign the other way. And people are like so hesitant to go. You really freak out just on that. And that's like five minutes from your house. I pretty much have a vocal rage, not road rage, more vocal rage. I'm just mad all the time driving. So I complain. Right. And I just and I scream and yell and no one can hear me except you. Which I've come to realize I've come to realize the only person that hears me screaming is you. Because I'm always like, move out of the way. When you do that, and you're like, your family's in the car, like the wife or girlfriend. She's like, they can't hear you. It's like, I know they can't hear me. I don't care. I want to yell anyway. No, but they all hate me, too. The only thing is, is that I'm so good in bed that these chicks end up like putting up with it. They're like, I can't stand him, but he's so good in bed that I'm just going to deal with it. That's Here's my theory. Deal. A woman can't really love a man unless he's part dope. Be a little stupid every day and really stupid once in a while, but just don't be perfect. Yeah, it sounded like Anthony Bourdain. But I could be wrong. Seth MacFarlane, it's close. I knew that it was one of those in our Rolodex. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's pretty simple. They all hate me, and then no one wants to drive with me. No one wants to be around me at all unless I'm making love to them. Chicks, you know what I mean? 
That's really what's going on here. Oh, you'll get down to Tabasso. You see, it's all happening and it's, it's, it's alive and well. But I know that um, I won't go anywhere on, uh, like I, I was saying, I go to San Diego. I can't even go to San Diego now. Every year I go to La Jolla, I go rocking out to the SoCali Cal, and now I can't even go there because of the COVID. So really what I've suggested is, is the sports grid. They always think I'm joking. They're always like, he's just joking. Because I always say, why don't you send me to San Diego to run it? I'll run the whole thing and we'll be number one. I'll kill everyone. I'll put a lineup on that station, make your head spin. And it'll be rock star status and we will kill everyone and make a boatload of money. And then you can come out to my crib and we'll grow a reefer. And, um, you know, we'll surf naked. And I think that there's some people starting to catch on to the fact that I am cooler than all of them and that they are realizing that there's potential that Pharrell is right and that we should all just move to San Diego and uh, surf naked and become pot farmers and do radio shows and take over the market and kill everyone and um, sleep with their girlfriends and wives. I think there's potential for that. Marenzi's coming up next on the bench. For on the bench, uh, coming up, uh, Sports Rage with our boy Marenzi, uh, top of the hour. Uh, don't forget, uh, Sports Grid Radio overnights for on the bench, 1 a.m., uh, Sports Rage, 3 a.m., Bagels and Bad Beats, Wetzel, 5 a.m. Sports Grid Radio overnights, check out the uh, YouTube page, just search Sports Grid Radio. I hope you dig the network. Uh, we're everywhere, coast to coast, top to bottom, east to west. Marenzi, uh, let me ask you, what do you think of these drips that are Actually, like how stupid we were making fun of it earlier at the beginning of the show. Like how stupid do you have to be? I, even if you go to college, like I, I drank, partied, used, tried to get laid, all the rest, like every day. But I still was never stupid enough to like go to a COVID party. Hey, let me go to the flu party and see if I can give somebody uh, the uh, influenza. Maybe someone can hocker on me or spit on me or lick my face and I can get the flu for six or seven days. Who does that? I got I got one minute. Every every time I think uh, society can't get any dumber, uh, I'm the one uh, that gets uh, dumber. I'm wrong. You know, listen, Scotty, people are like uh, eating like, uh, you know, they're eating detergent pods and stuff nowadays. People are actually dumber than goldfish, uh, bro. Dumber than goldfish. It's, do, you like, it's, um, you know, do you like vaporizers? Like said, let them die. Do you let like vaporizers? Die. I got 20 seconds. Do you uh, like vaporizers? in certain situations when needed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about having a cold either. I'm talking about uh, cooking uh, with that thing is amazing, but we'll do that on another show. I'm just glad that uh, you use that in certain situations. All right, Marenzi, have a great show on the Rager. Say hey to everybody for me. I'll see you tomorrow on Coast to Coast. Good stuff, Scotty. All right. Uh, Pharrell on a bench. Mavi, a great job tonight. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>